Welcome to Matches Podcast, the father-son duo who share how our relationship continues to impact how we lead those in our span of care. The truth is, we all desire to have meaningful impact on the world around us. Some may feel this is far away, and others may feel it is at their fingertips. Our hope is to share everyday stories that will inspire, that will educate, and encourage you to take action in building stronger relationships, to be more human Hi, Dad. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Yeah, it's good. We've uh, we're uh, had a had a beautiful day here in Cape Town. Actually, um, it's been so hot. It's been summertime for us, uh, unlike the northern hemisphere. We've had such hot days, and today it has been pouring with rain. It's just cooled down everything, uh, and it sort of brought the sense of relief to the soil and the earth. So, yeah, it just somehow feels like. Uh, a, a, just a different day for us and yeah that, that's good I think it's the opposite here which I'm super excited about because I love the sun but the sun is out Anne and I went for a run this morning uh, it is starting to become spring and so that is always I think there's a, a sense it's the first winter we've had in the in the US and with that comes some dreary days so I'm pretty excited <laughs> about the sun coming out yeah. the vitamin D <laughs> and and ready for for the new week you know it's so, so interesting that we just talk about that how life is about seasons and you know i've just recently been reading a great book called regenerative leadership and uh the author uh, giles hutchins speaks about us going through seasons in our lives that don't necessarily follow the seasons of the year but they're similar they they simulate nature of them um but it is interesting how we get we look forward to a season and then towards the end, we're looking forward to that season being over and the next season coming. Uh, isn't it interesting, just uh, as we sit with opposites right now, one looking forward to the cool and some of the rain and the other looking forward to the sun. Um, and in, in a couple of months' time, we're going to be thinking of what we each other is looking forward to. Yeah. I'm excited about the, the summer because hopefully I'll be spending two summers in, in a row yeah. coming to visit you at the end of the year. But Absolutely. that's that's so true. Perspective, yeah. opportunity to just explore what those seasons mean and and you know, in our in our lives, yeah. those seasons are coming up and and moving along. And and you know what? It actually fits bang straight into the theme we're gonna to talk today a bit about being in gratitude and how sometimes we're always looking for the next thing and not just staying in gratitude of the season we're in right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought maybe we'd talk about that today. You know, we hear a lot in our world and there's a lot of stuff in the self-help stuff that you read of, like, hey, bring gratitude into your life. Make sure you remember what you're grateful for. And I'm, I'm a true believer that it, that is true. And yet, why do we have to call it art so much? Is you know, in some ways, like we as human beings are just not wired that way. We're so wired to look at the things that aren't right or the things we don't have. And just stay in that space of gratitude of what we have. And so it will be nice for us to just explore that a little bit like today and what impact that's made in our lives. Um, why is it difficult to keep to that discipline sometimes? Yeah, so I thought, hey, let's mm. open that, that conversation and think about gratitude, recognition, celebration, uh, how we do that. I, you know, and, and, and I know I'm jumping in here with a little bit, but how often I work around uh, with some leadership teams around strategy, uh, around their culture, and uh, frequently they say we don't celebrate enough. We don't look back. We're always looking forward to what we need to be doing more of, but we don't sit and stop and say, hey, where have we come from? Mm. And I think that is just so powerful that for me personally to hear that, you know, it's the first time that I've had the opportunity to serve on a on an executive team and a leadership team. And when you have that sort of responsibility of a number of people in your span of care, often you are just filled with all these things that need to happen, these problems that need solving, and you get caught up in these these thought processes that everything is negative or everything that is happening needs to be solved. When when we take a step back and we look and there's just so much good happening around us that we aren't taking the time to celebrate. Yeah. You know, that that leads me on to actually thinking about the work I've done. And, and, and so, you know, I've been in the field of consulting for many years, consulting first in remuneration and rewards and very, very tangible things and then moving into this more or less tangible. But really the point, I think sometimes consultants, we were wired to look for what's wrong and to fix what was broken, and even maybe sometimes to find stuff that others didn't think was broken, but to make them think it's broken so we could uh, fix it, you know. And I I think that early on in my culture work, even, like it was go in and find the toxicity, find the dysfunction, surface that. And I think so often we were closed to, hey, what's going right here? And how do we unleash the energy and unleash the or connect people with what what was good in their situation and find the power and the goodness of it yeah mm. and and i think just reflecting on that you know a lot of the conversations we're having in the consulting space are very similar it's like what's going wrong what are the pressure points in your business at the moment how are you you know keeping a, a business that is profitable and sustainable financially and yet the things that really bring the momentum is when we start looking at the positives. Those are the things that keep us ticking over. The, the human brain escalates to that point of wanting more of that. And so how do we focus on those positive things that are happening in, in, in the businesses that we're working with? Yeah. And so I've had so many learnings in that myself. You know, I... Uh... I remember working with a colleague and we were always, as I said, had a bit of this perspective and lens of finding the stuff that we had as surface. And uh, I had, a, I think, a, a really defining moment or time when I when I engaged with Barry Waymiller first. And obviously now we're part of that organization. But the first time I listened to Bob Chapman's talk, 
his TED talk and him talking about the power of recognition, uh, the power that people had. And interestingly, when they were recognized, the first person they wanted to let know of that was their mother uh, and or father. And it's a sense of, hey, we always want to do our parents proud. But, you know, just to to build on that, that I, I have come to recognize this incredible power in recognition and celebration. Um, and we say we need to do it more. Uh, we all we all have experienced that. I know I hear some people saying, I don't need it. Like, But actually, at the end of the day, we all like to feel valued and we all like to feel like we matter. And we also like to feel like the things we're doing together have greatness in it. And uh, sometimes we miss those opportunities. And so I know, uh, even when I learned, even when I learned about the power of recognition, I said, okay, I'm going to build recognition into my team, into our meetings. And I say, hey, guys, when we get to the end of our meeting, we're going to do recognition. And you know what? Almost always, we never got to do it. And it was always an excuse of we run out of time. But what I've come to realize that as human beings, somehow we, we're not wired to do it naturally. And with that, sometimes it feels awkward for people. And I think the more we can try and create the environment that it just becomes natural, it's part of what we do and how we do it, incredible things happen for people. Um, I, I find that, you know, one of the disciplines we have is to put it in the start of our meetings. Uh, and, and so one, we will not run out of time. Uh, but two, what it does is typically in our meetings, we may get involved in some some challenging conversations. We may have to actually deal with some things that are not getting delivered on time or uh, uh, we're going to look at our measures and invariably we're going to look at our measures. It's about performance and who is and who's not. And But by recognition in the beginning of the meeting means, hey, I value you as a person. Um, mm. I, I see you. And so when we get into the conversation about some of the more tough things, that reframes the whole way we engage around those topics. I, I listen to that and I, I, you know, I think about my own experience too. It's interesting that you frame it like that where, you know, we, we also try and do our, our shout outs and our, our recognitions earlier in the meeting. And my, one of my, my questions for you was how do we make sure that when this does become a, a consistent practice that we aren't just recognizing for the sake of recognizing and that there's actually truth behind what we are calling out. And yet for me, what I really love to hear now from that comment that you just made is it's it's not about that that person's perfect, and but you're recognizing them for who they are, what they bring to the table. That doesn't mean that there are other elements that they can still improve on. And so that's just a nice way for me to think about it. Yeah, and you know, also... It, to make it meaningful, uh, you know, if I just say every time, oh, well done, or thank you, or you bring great value, like, what is it? What does that really mean? But if we're going to get good at recognition, what we've learned is that to be meaningful is make it specific, call it, call out a specific behavior that has had an impact on people. And it's really made us feel some way, like it made me feel inspired or encouraged or feel alive, whatever it is. Um, but being specific means I can do it as much as I like because it's always going to be different because it's about something mm. that's real and it's authentic in that. Do you have a specific way that you do this? Now, the reason I ask, we, we're using a really powerful tool called Lattice at Clever Profits. And there's a great tool where you, you can literally go and call out, recognize people, get sent out via, via communication, written communication. 
my thought is that, you know, I know how awkward it is initially. We have this, we've created this practice in our, in our family life too, where you often, you know, we often sit around the table and you as the leader of the family say, okay, I want, I want to recognize this person. We're going to go around the table and, and share some recognition. And the whole family goes, oh, I'm going to dread this. You know, this is my worst. This is so embarrassing. And yet you walk away from those moments going, wow, I feel empowered. I feel supported. I feel celebrated. And it is such a, a, an incredible moment which starts like that. And then you end feeling like you're on top of the world. Do you think that there is a benefit to be doing that through a uh, you know spoken communication rather than written um or what have you seen work that's you know it's powerful yeah you know i don't think there's any one right or wrong way to do it and uh <laughs> as you talk about the family just coming like i will tell you this that it, it in in my work team it took courage to suggest we do it in the family, it even takes more courage because, yes, I can see your faces drop. You're more honest with me like, oh, dad, we have to do this. And like, So when we've had Mother Days, Mother's Day or birthdays, just for the ever's there, say, hey, let's go around the table and uh, and recognize that. So now, you know, I think there's I think there's power. I, I, what, what I like about something like Lattice is there's a way to record it. Uh, and when it comes to maybe some more formal feedback, there's lots of evidence of things that people have seen and the strengths. So I think there's value in that. Um, I love, and it's a practice we do, I love uh, a handwritten note that you would handwrite for somebody and then you actually read it verbally to them and hand it to them. I have mine. I have a whole lot here on my desk right next to me of people gave me recognition. I love it. I love going back to it every now and then. It spurs me on and encourages me just to read through some of them again. So um, there's no right or wrong. I think what's more important is that it's meaningful. It's authentic. Um, and it, you've given consideration and thought about how to, how, about what you want to deliver uh, to somebody. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, you just think for yourselves. When it, how, what has worked for you? I've, I've had WhatsApp sent to me and it's been meaningful. I've had people give me verbal recognition. It's meaningful when I know it's meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I I talk about that just now. I think it, it, it does take courage in a way because it's just not natural to us. And uh, I think it's just like how, how, somebody's got to take that first plunge and say, guys, let's try this. And I work in engineering companies. Someone said, oh, we don't do that touchy-feely stuff. And if you just be creative about weaving it in somewhere that it doesn't feel like it's being construed and like, it's like, wow, wow, that was, that was incredible. Do, do you have any examples? Like, let's just think practically in creating these spaces, be it at work, you know, I think encouraging as much as it probably takes more courage to, do this within the family, how can our listeners find easy ways to kind of weave this into their practices? And what are some of the, you know, low hanging fruit questions that they could be asking at a table? Hey, I, uh, one of the easy ways I think is uh, most companies these days have values, um, uh, have a set of core values. Mostly they sit on the wall often, but Hey, why not? This is how we can make you know, get get a, a sort of double impact by asking people to think about where have they seen somebody else truly live a value out. 
um, and connected to that. So now, one, you're actually bringing the values to life. Two, you're spotting people doing great things around their values. So that's one practical way I would say is, hey, um, you know, anybody like to just call out anybody? We've got a value of teamwork. Uh, where's the best example you've seen of teamwork recently and who was involved? Like, would you like to recognize anybody for that? So hinge it on to something that's already in in play or, or that. And then I think uh, I think the other big thing is as leader, if you are going to put it out and suggest, uh, make sure you can go first and you've actually got a, got somebody to recognize and demonstrate it and you set the tone uh, and play it out. Yeah. And know this, I'll say, is uh, it may take a bit of courageous patience at first because maybe you do and nobody says anything. And it takes a little while for it to become practice and habit. But it can if one keeps at it and keeps uh, what it does for the next time you get together, people may say, hey, I may have needed to think about who am I going to recognize. Mm. Yeah. I think that's it's been awesome for me to be in a, com a community here who really celebrate and recognize people. I think about two very recent experiences for my birthday. I took a group of my male friends out for dinner and each of them shared a memory with me or shared something that has stood out about me in terms of my character since we've been friends, which was a powerful, powerful thing. And then also when, you know, we as a family were in, in Aspen, we had a great dinner together and, I mean, I broke down in tears by the end of it because I was just so moved by, you know, the last 30 years, the opportunities, the things being called out in terms of who I am um, and who I've grown into. And so such a powerful moment for the person that's receiving that recognition. I think we as people mustn't get caught up in the, the stress or the angst of actually being courageous and calling it out because the way you feel is very different to the way that you share the, the person you share it with feels and it really, really resonates. So yeah, I think that's been a, a great tool and a great opportunity for us to to share and celebrate people. Wow, yeah. And you know, Matt, I I, I sometimes feel and and I say this stuff when we teaching people how to do recognition really well, uh, is it's often the giver that actually often gets more value out of the receiver of this as well, you know, and mm. I will say this, that for both those dinners that I was very fortunate to be at, both the one with your, with your male friends in, in Annapolis and a little pub underneath the, we had a great meal down in the basement. I, rem I remember, I, I remember that meal and I'll remember the meal we've had at Aspen for your dinner, not for any of the other conversations that happened. I can't remember what the other conversations were. I do remember the moment of recognition for you. And I remember what people had said about you. And there's something in that for me, like those are the things that stick about those mm. occasions and made those occasions more meaningful. So the lesson in that for me is how do we make more of our times and gatherings together, whether it's in the workplace and families of our friends, meaningful and that people walk away feeling like, wow, there was something, there was something genuine about what happened there. Hey, you know, as we, as we think about this concept of recognition, I, one of my most powerful moments has been with my dad. 
I, I was leading a workshop um, and I had asked people in the workshop at the beginning of the workshop, who would they like to have been sitting next to them on that day? And everybody gave their thoughts of who could have been various people. And I said like, hey, I would have loved my dad to be sitting here with me today because I've been going through a fairly big decision. And for a very long time, I consulted him uh, or after a very long time, I consulted him about this decision, and he was incredibly wise in the wisdom he gave gave to me during that time. And I shared that with the class. Anyhow, at the end of the class, I said, uh, why don't you think about that person you would have liked to have had sitting next to you and go and tell them why you wanted them to do that? And uh, uh, I encouraged and left it. Um, we were at a family gathering a couple of weeks later, and at the end of the gathering, near the gathering, I was about to leave and go back, say goodbye, and Astrid, my wife, um, came and said, hey, have you ever told your dad what you encouraged that class to do? So I uh, had to sheepishly say no, um, and we do try and lead by example, and so I moved, went over, and I, I, I reflected to him about why I wanted, would have liked him to sit next to me, and I could see his eyes welling up with tears and gave me a big hug afterwards, and and in that week afterwards, Astrid was talking to my mom and she said, wow, your dad was so moved uh, by that. He was literally in tears when he shared that with me. And I thought, wow, I could have missed that opportunity, you know, and how many times we walk away uh, from opportunities we could have had. I would have not liked him to have heard that uh, when he was not physically present with us. Um, so, yeah, just encouragement. Do it while you think about it. Mm. Yeah. sure yeah i think you know the encouragement as we close out here is where are you finding these opportunities to recognize the people in your span of care and the people that you love yeah yeah and have the courage family just say we're going to recognize somebody tonight use a use an occasion like a birthday uh or a, a special day we remember mothers and just use those opportunities to to do it um, you know, we, we will say this, that recognition is our most abundant resource. It costs us nothing except some thought and intention around it. And so I'd like to close out with that and with a beautiful quote we would often reflect to, Maya Angelou. She said that uh, people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And I think that's what recognition does for us. It creates human connection. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Matches Podcast. We hope you continue to encourage, inspire, and nurture those in your span of care.